Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wake Up With Me podcast. I am so excited to bring you today's episode because I am officially interviewing other people on the Wake Up With Me podcast. So if you've been tuning in for now um, since the beginning, you know that I've been sharing some personal stories, some transformations, some tips, some lessons, even some meditations and some breath work. But I feel really, really called to have candid conversations with other inspiring people along their awakening experience, their awakening journey, because I know that it's been so beneficial for me to hear podcasts and stories like this, and I really want to bring that to you. And as you know, I follow my intuition with everything, and it just sounds so fun and so right and just the time. So today's episode is with one of my good friends, Tanine Mateen, and we are talking all about her transition from working in corporate America to being one of the most spiritual people I know. We talk about her spiritual gifts, her channeling, her intuitive development. We talk about overcoming fear and vulnerability and allowing ourselves to be seen and releasing shame and having courageous, honest conversations, living from a heart-centered place, creating boundaries in relationships, attracting friends who feel really, really good. It's so good. I, I I love that I get to share these conversations with you because these are literally the conversations I have with my friends all the time. It's so fun to me. So I hope you enjoy it. If you do enjoy this episode, please subscribe and leave a rate and a review. It really supports my channel and me getting these messages out to the masses. And also, if you are interested in deepening your awakening and spiritual practice, I have a free meditation for you that I get a lot of raving reviews about. It really supports you in connecting to your center, to your truth, to feeling empowered and worthy and safe. And in that place, that's really when the magic begins to flow and happen in our lives. So if you feel called to that, go ahead and click the description of this episode, the show notes, and you will see the link for that free meditation. And before we begin, I just want to share with you about four masterclasses that I felt called to offer this month. So the first one is about divine feminine embodiment, filling up on pleasure in your body, in your life and really teaching your nervous system how to hold and maintain pleasure because if our inner world creates our outer world, then that means the capacity and ability to hold pleasure in your body is going to reflect the capacity and ability that you're able to hold pleasure in your life. And and embodying my divine feminine energy has been such a game changer for me. So That's the first class. And then we have healing emotional eating, which you all know I suffered with binge eating, bulimia, orthorexia, exercise addiction, just numbing out on a variety of things for many, many years. And I still feel very passionate about supporting and serving healing that process. That's a part of the awakening experience. And is actually where I began my coaching journey was supporting people with healing, emotional, and binge eating. So then we have manifesting money with ease and flow. I love, love, love talking about this topic because it's so magical when you make these shifts in your mindset and your energy to be abundance and then receive abundance without actually needing to do more. And I am living, breathing proof of that. So I'm excited for that one. And then we also have confidence codes. So I will be teaching you codes on feeling confident in who you are. And I'm talking true embodied confidence, not the putting on a smile, pretending to feel good or be confident. I'm talking about feeling true in who you are, understanding who you are and 
feeling like you are safe to speak and express and create and whatever else you might be being called to so that you feel confident, so you feel good. I spent almost my entire life looking like I was confident, but feeling very anxious and insecure inside and giving my power away to my fear. And I refuse to do that any longer. And it's really supported me in feeling really, really confident. And I want everyone to be able to feel this and everyone has the ability to feel this. So four different masterclasses this month. They're all very different, yet all very similar because they're all bringing you back home to you, to your truth, to your center. They're all awakening and healing emotions and all of that. So you can click the link in the description of this episode to read more about the specifics of each class. They're going to be two hours long. They're going to have practices that you get to take away. I guarantee you're going to have breakthroughs in them. And if you want to sign up for all four, there is a discount code for that in the, or there's an option for that that is discounted on the site. Okay. I hope to see you in class if you feel called and that's enough of me talking for now (laughs) by myself. So let's go ahead and get to the show. What's up guys. My name is Alicia McNeil and I'm here to help you reclaim your power and attract the life you've been dreaming about to you. From manifestation, mindset, healing, and energetic superpowers, I believe we are all magical beings waking up to the reality that we get to choose what we feel, what we experience, and what we create in this world. Upgrading what's no longer working for us that we can create a ripple effect of love and healing out into the world. I hope this episode adds some inspiration, laughter, and magic to your day. We're waking up. Let's do it together. So hello, everybody. Welcome to one of the first episodes of the Wake Up With Me podcast, where I am interviewing one of my greatest friends. It has been really weighing on my heart to start interviewing people who I find really inspiring, who have a very passionate enthusiasm for this work that I'm so passionate about and who I believe will really connect with you and and bring out something in you that you might not even know exists. So her name is Tanine and she is a spiritual quantum business coach She does NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. She's a psychic. She's into the psychology of energy. She teaches breathwork. This is actually how we met. We met through a breathwork facilitator training. And she was one of the first people that I soul-gazed with. And I told this to you at your birthday party, that you were one of the first people who I felt really saw me and it was really, really intimidating, um, but incredible. And, and ever since then, we've just been connecting back and forth throughout the year. And then I ended up moving down about 30 minutes away from you. And now we're connecting in person and it's so great. So I'm so excited for you guys to meet Tanine. She is one of the most um, passionate people I know that are so into this work. I I remember over the weekend, she was sharing that she was getting turned on by studying energetics. And I just think that's the coolest thing ever. So Tanine, welcome. Welcome to the Wake Up With Me podcast. Hello. Oh my gosh. What an amazing introduction. I I'm so excited to be here. I feel so honored to be one of the first people that you're interviewing as you're expanding your podcast. And it's really, really cool to see both of our evolutions over the last year. Like we met literally a year ago this time during our breathwork training. And I remember like this thing you learn about 
energetics and really like step into like the truth of who you are. And like, it's really, really beautiful to like have people that like see you, like see the essence of who you are. And like, it's terrifying because it's like, there's part of us that is like, wait, is that me? Like, is that really me? And it's like, you're waking up and like, it's just so cool that you're creating this podcast that is like all about awakening and just witnessing your journey over the last year has been incredible. And I'm so grateful that you're here in San Diego now. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful too. I feel like we were definitely meant to come together and transform together. So I would love to hear if you could share with us a little bit about your waking up experiences. I know you came from a corporate America and yeah, if you just want to kind of share like how did you come into this realm and what were some of your experiences? You know, I've, uh, I didn't realize, but my whole life I've been tapped into this like spiritual world. And I remember being in high school and I was like, who's going to want to like hang out with me? I'm so weird. Like I see things and I'm like, does everyone see these things? But I didn't have a language for it. And I just continued to suppress it for so long. Um, and my family was very like, con- like they conditioned me to believe in, I mean, most people in society, like get the job that's going to make you money to make you successful. So that was like ingrained in me, like success, like money equals success. And so, yeah, I studied to like where I literally wanted to be a stockbroker, which is just like hilarious to me. Like Wolf of Wall Street was like my dream reality at the time. And it was so based on this like societal conditioning of like, that's what I saw as success. So that's, that's what I wanted to create for myself. And I just remember like stepping one foot on Wall Street. And I was just like, just even like feeling it out to see if like companies, like if that's what I wanted to do. And I was like, this is not me. And I think the, the catalyst of my spiritual awakening actually happened in this like really crazy situation and it was divine in so many ways. I was studying abroad going into my senior year and I was in Croatia and I don't even know how this happened, but I end up talking to this fisherman and this fisherman said this thing and it just like rocked my entire world. He was like, you Americans, you live to work. He's like, we work so we can live. And I just like had this flash forward of me like working this corporate job, being miserable, like not being happy. And I was like, I had this like terrifying, like, what am I doing with my life? This isn't what I'm meant to be doing. And my senior year of college, I was like, I don't want to be a stockbroker. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I don't want to do this. And I had this huge identity crisis for a couple of years um, because then I did actually enter the corporate world. I did technology sales and I was killing it at like 21, making six figures, spending money just to like try and keep myself happy, numbing through alcohol and like my prescription Adderall, like literally anything to just keep me going. I was like drinking probably five cups of coffee. like, And the, the moment that was like, okay, I need to change was, was about like two or three years into like the corporate lifestyle, I looked in the mirror and I couldn't even recognize myself. Like I was wearing a thousand dollar business suit. And I was just like, I this, like, this is not me. Like, what am I doing? Like, and so I just quit <laughs> and embarked and like spirituality had, had found itself to me like a little bit before I quit. Um, but really I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) I had no guidance. Like my soul was just like, you need to get out of here and you need to heal. Mm, Wow. There's so many pieces in that. I I don't even know all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think, I think everyone who goes through this like awakening Mm -hmm. has like a, like a rock bottom moment where it's like, we've tried all the numbing, all of the things, and we've just like had enough. Mm-hmm. And, and that somehow maybe like has us break through to this deeper 
place inside of us, almost like our heart cracks open and our soul is like, follow this, like follow this feeling. So I know for myself, like I've shared this in earlier podcast episodes, but I had to hit like a rock bottom and was kind of envisioning my future as well. And was like, I, I don't like the trajectory and the momentum of where this is going, but then it's like, okay, well, what do I do now? And, and I know for myself, it really just started with taking like courageous steps and just like one step after the other. Was it the same for you? Um, you know, this is what's made me so passionate about my work. Cause like I was so traumatized at that point in my life. I had experienced sexual assault when I was in college and a lot of really traumatic experiences happened to me after that, where, um, my brain was not even operating from a place of clarity where I could think clearly. And like, I was actually like making a lot of decisions from trying to be safe. Um, so I got into like a really toxic relationship and, um, you know, we moved across the country together and it was like my attachment wounds that were coming up of like, I just need this to be safe. So like, I hit a couple of rock bottoms. It wasn't just one. And I think there's a lot of listeners out there that can resonate with that. You know, some people have that one rock bottom moment and then they shift. Like I had a, I had a few and I'm so grateful because every single one has given me a greater level of compassion for humanity. And, and I can serve my clients at such a deeper level because I've been through so many different low points in my life that I can really like hold space for someone else that's been through that. So, I mean, like, yeah, it was a lot of courage to quit. Um, but I was still operating from like a fear based state of consciousness for a few years in my journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. There's definitely multiple rock bottoms. I guess it's like, the the there's different like significances and different like um levels to them Mm -hmm. and you know now I'm curious because knowing you now Mm -hmm. like I didn't know you back then yeah but knowing you now you are so tapped into your spirituality and you have like you can like channel different people and you're psychic and you can feel energy. So were you always aware of that? Or can you remember a specific time when those really started coming online and you started to follow and like develop those gifts? Yeah, I, you know, when I was younger, I could always like feel energies that were present. I I was aware to some degree that I had these gifts, but they shut down because I numbed myself so much. And what really started to activate these gifts within me was like deep healing. Like I had to go through so many of the things that I held shame around or guilt around and anger and forgive myself and forgive other people. And the more I was able to do that really deep inner healing it was like liberating my energy. It was like liberating all of these blocks that were just holding my light and holding my love and holding all of these powers within myself. So, you know, as I started to like do this like deep inner healing and like speak my shame to people that know me, that people that didn't know me and like really like give it a voice so it could leave my body. Yeah. These gifts just started to like open up like, I remember my birthday um, two years ago now, I just like clearly felt my dad's who passed away. Like I felt his presence and I, it was one of the first times I really like channeled a a spirit like that. And I was like, weird. Like a lot of my spiritual journey is just kind of like opened up and it's me not being scared of it, but like, playing with what's presenting itself. And I mean, it's been such a beautiful journey of reawakening and reconnecting to my intuition, like my intuitive gifts and my intuition. Mm, That's so good. Um, Would you share a little bit more about, about what you experienced with your dad? Yeah. So 
my dad passed away when I was seven and he was a drug addict and, um, you know, he had a lot of like pain and suffering from his family and I didn't know much about his story. Um, my mom experienced a lot of like pain and so she, we didn't really talk about it a lot. And I remember it was my birthday and it was honestly the worst birthday of my life, but also the best birthday of my life because like I got to experience that moment with him and, um, the toxic relationship that I was in, he had like, you know, he literally like cheated on me essentially like the week before my birthday happened. It was like, that was one of my rock bottoms. And I was in so much pain. I was just in so much pain. And I remember sitting at this bonfire and I could feel my dad. And it, it was almost as if he, like I was like hanging out with him and he just like put his arm over my shoulder and he was like, I've got you now. Like, and he's like, you haven't wanted to allow me into your life, but now I feel like you're open to that. And I just want you to know, like, I'm, I'm guiding you and I'm here. And I just broke down crying. And my two friends uh, that were there, like witnessed all of this happen and they could see that I was like channeling and they were like, wow, like what is going on? They felt it. Like it was a really, really powerful moment for me. And ever since I've been able to like access his energy and his, his consciousness and his spirit. And it's really, really cool. Cause like we all, I, I feel have the ability to awaken our psychic gifts. Cause being psychic is just being able to read energy and information, which um, for anyone that's familiar with Joe Dispenza's work, he is like proving a lot of the science behind spirituality in a lot of ways you know he's proving that like there's this field of energy and information and we can tap into that field and um you know it's really beautiful when you're able to like have these mystical experiences that have such deep healing for you and your journey Mm, thanks for sharing that I I love Joe too he he yeah for any of the listeners if you're skeptical about any of this stuff, manifestation, energy, spiritual gifts, look into his work because he is so scientific. Yeah. Um, I don't get turned on by reading his books like you do, <laughs> but it's, I like, I need the like little like YouTube videos where he's like saying some, some things where I'm like, okay, yes. Like this is scientifically proven. <laughs> um, my analytical brain is just like, so, you know, and that's like how I operate. Like I studied finance and all these things. So like, as I started to deepen my journey of spirituality, there was this huge part of me that like wanted to understand like how and why, like what is like, what's the logic in, in any of this that's so beyond the logical mind. Like my, there was part of my brain that was trying to figure it out. And, you know, Joe Dispenza's work is like so profound and understanding it from like an, a, a subatomic level, like how things work. It's really totally. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's cool too, because it's kind of like when you're learning to manifest and you get these little, um, like you, you get proof and data and you begin to build your subconscious to believe like, Oh, this is real. Mm-hmm. And, and I think just reading Joe's work or listening to him explain the science. It's like subconsciously programming us to believe like, Oh, this is real. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I totally feel that like we all as humans, the more that we can understand something, the more that like we trust it. Right. And if it's like, if anyone's out there, that's like starting their spiritual journey or like, you know, they want to trust it, but they don't really know how like that's a like his book breaking the habit of being yourself and becoming supernatural like totally changed my life in so many ways they're so good yeah yeah definitely check out those books and I want to talk to you about intuition and fear but before we do that when you were explaining that story about your dad which is so beautiful um I had a memory pop into my head (laughs) I wonder if you I wonder if you know what it is but Tanine visited me in Portland um, last winter, I believe, and we went out to a bar, and I don't drink very often, and and she doesn't either. (laughs) Her face is lighting up. You can't see it, but it is. And I look over while we're at this bar, and she's like with this boy, and they're talking, talking. I thought they were flirting. You know, who, who knows what was going on? And then we left, and she told me that 
his dad came through you, right? And you were like giving him a message to his dad in the middle of this bar at like 2 a.m. It's packed. Everyone's drunk. (laughs) Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was like two months after my experience with my dad. And it was so crazy. I I honestly don't even remember the guy's name, which is awful. (laughs) We had this moment and we were connecting and I was like, I just felt his dad. And I was like, this sounds kind of crazy, but I was like, um, your dad like wants to give you a message. And he literally, his eyes were just like, like, (laughs) Hey, how, how do you know my dad passed away? Like all, like his brain was like going so many places. And my brain was like, is this real? Should I say something? And it was like such a clear, like you needed to give him this message. And, um, yeah. I mean, the message was just so beautiful. He started like crying and I, and I don't even know if we were flirting at, at the beginning, but at the end he literally was like, this is so crazy. But like, I just want to tell you, like, I love you and thank you. And I was like, my heart was just so full. And it was one of those moments that I was like, this is what I'm meant to be doing here. <laughs> like, it was just so clear to me, like, this is why I'm here. And I'm just open to receiving and I'm, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to try to control. Like I'm just going to be open to receive these messages for people. And it's been such a beautiful journey um, to witness the healing that comes when people receive messages like that. It's just really, really cool. Mm, yes. And that that makes me it kind of ties into intuition which i want to talk to you about which is you know i i've had earlier you were saying how as you're just doing your healing work and releasing and opening your spiritual gifts are coming online and i've found that in myself and in my clients like even some clients who are really really new to this work and they'll begin to be like they'll they'll say something like um well, is this real? Like, is this really happening? Am I making this up? And it really takes trusting your intuition to know, like, yes, you actually are connecting with these people or you're receiving this message or you're feeling their energy. So I know you're all about intuition and you're creating a school around intuition. So can you speak a little bit on, you know, what is intuition? Like, how do you define that? And how do you feel that? Yeah, intuition is this like really deep inner knowing that we all have. Like we have this essentially like this compass that's guiding us and we connect through feeling. Um, Intuition is our ability to like connect to this like unified field and really trust in ourselves to guide us instead of like seeking the answers outside of ourselves there. It's all within and it's a gift. Like every single one of us has this beautiful gift of our intuition. And what gets in the way of that is like the rational mind, you know, like we have formed this society that like rationalizes everything. And intuition is you can't really perceive it with your five senses. You know, it's so much deeper than that. And so I feel like at the core of that and like for people who are really wanting to open up their intuitive gifts, like the place that I always recommend starting is like really developing a relationship with empathy. You know, empathy is the ability to not only connect and feel the experience of another person beyond just like what they're saying or what they're doing, but like really empathize with their heart and their full experience and empathizing with yourself as well. It's going to open up your perception of reality and, and starting to feel things that are beyond just what you see or what you hear or taste and, and touch. Like it's a felt sense. It's so deep. Um, and our intuition is this guidance like I said it's a guidance system and it's it's leading you to your purpose and and your heart's greatest desire that you're here to experience in this lifetime like we all have dreams we all have these um aspirations that we've had ever since we were little you know like I always come back to like oh I actually like knew this when I was so little um I've always had these visions since I was little and it's 
it's almost like unlearning and getting yourself back into that like childlike state of like wonder and curiosity. Um, but yeah, it's, it's this beautiful gift that we have that is here to guide us through life in a more easeful way. Yes. Isn't that funny <laughs> how we are born this like perfect, pure baby who's so playful. Uh-huh. Then we grow up, we get a little fucked up and then we need to like unlearn and remember who we are, which is still this innocent, playful, loving, like light. It's so weird to like think about with the logical, rational mind. But then when I zoom out and look at it from above, it makes so much sense. Like our souls are learning such valuable lessons. And for me, intuition is really you know, everything you just said, but I love to tie it back to, I read this once and it said that intuition is, is inner spirit action. It comes from your spirit and your connection to source, universe, God. And I know for my own life in this waking up journey, it's taken a lot of courage and moving through the fear when it comes to like hiring a, someone to support me in healing. Or I remember my first post on Instagram was terrifying and my first Instagram story was terrifying. But each time I followed, cause it was this voice inside that wasn't going away. It was like, I was running around a track that would never end trying to run from this guidance. And I think the guidance and the call to take this action just grows and grows and grows, but the fear doesn't go away until you move through it. Would you kind of agree? Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's really cool now that I've gotten to this level where I've stabilized a sense of consciousness that's in a state of courage. So each emotion has a vibration that we're like vibrating at. And when you're in fear and you continue to choose courage, when you choose it enough times, then you're going to up level into courage. So something is going to happen in your life. And instead of being scared, you're like, Oh, I got this. I can do this. I can move through this. And you're immediately at courage. And Courage is the tipping point from negative energy to positive energy. And when you can meet life from a place of courage, the universe is conspiring in your favor always because you're, you're positively magnetizing towards you, you know? Um, And yeah, fear, I, I truly feel like fear has so many forms. It doesn't fully go away, but you know, because we're humans, we have the whole range of emotions, but you can stabilize higher states of consciousness like courage where now you're meeting life at a higher level and, and you're able to embrace it from positive versus like negative, which is fear, anger, guilt, shame, all those things. Totally. And when you move through the fear that didn't really go away, it's like, holy shit, this was nothing. Like it's comical to me now to think I would be afraid to post on Instagram stories So is there, are there any like times that are coming up in your, in your mind right now where you really took like, um, you chose courage Mm -hmm. and it kind of changed your life (laughs) every day? (laughs) Yeah. When am I not facing that? You know, I feel like for me recently, the biggest courageous acts that I've been taking is just fully owning my heart, you know, fully owning my heart in even like relationships and like feeling like I can just show up in what I'm feeling without the fear that they're going to abandon me or judge me or that they're not going to love me. Um, I feel like I've taken so much courageous action in, in my business that that feels really good and really stable right now. And right now it's just like, being courageous with vulnerability and like allowing myself to be seen. Um, That's been a lot of my journey right now. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And it's been so beautiful to watch you move through that and, 
and it's been really inspiring to me. Like you'll, you'll call me sometimes and tell me about this courageous conversation you had where you were just so, so, so honest. And I think a lot of people hold back from being so honest, one, because they're afraid of their own rejection, but two, they're afraid to hurt other people's feelings. But mm-hmm. I, I believe that the more honest we are with what we're feeling inside, even if it, it might trigger someone else, it's the greatest gift we can give because we're, we're not lying. We're not being fake. We're not manipulating. We're not trying to, um, like keep someone around or, or whatever it may be to fill this like void within. It's, it's such a gift to you and to the other person. Yeah. I so agree with that. Like, I feel like when we truly want to deepen friendships, relationships of any sort, how can people love you if you don't share with them what's coming up for you, you know? And like you said, it's like, we're so scared because we're scared we're going to hurt that person. But it's like, I mean, we've had some hard conversation. It's like, I just feel like the love between us gets stronger with, with you being able to see me and what my heart needs and like, honoring that and like vice versa with you it's it's been like such a deepening component in our friendship and like I feel like with any relationship when we're able to show up with our heart honestly it's like terrifying because we're so scared to have our heart be hurt in a certain way but living even from our protectors blocks our intuition (laughs) and like I'm just so devoted to like living from a heart centered place that it doesn't feel authentic to me anymore to show up. Like you said, in a way that's like protecting myself or trying to like manipulate to get love. It's like, why, you know, the love's never going anywhere. Cause it's coming. <laughs> <to me. laughs> I love that. Yeah. Isn't it so cool to be surrounded by people who want to have those conversations. I remember when one of the ones that we had, I think you were sharing something with me that you thought might, might upset me. And I was like celebrating and I was so happy that you were so honest with me. It was like the best thing ever. Cause I'm, I was never used to that. And it's just so cool to experience such honesty. And even yesterday I, I had to be vulnerable with, with, a male in my life and, and tell him how I was feeling. And he's very conscious and he, um, he just like heard me and saw me and reflected back to me how he was feeling and how much he cared about me, even though I was feeling differently. And it was just like, Whoa, I knew these people existed, but we're such so magnetic to them because we embody this work that it's, it's so cool to me. Yeah. And like, I mean, this has been a lot of my journey in awakening. Like I had to say no to a lot of relationships that I was developing that didn't hold this level of integrity, you know, that I shared my vulnerabilities with and they weren't met in that way. Because like, if we're saying yes to that, then we're not creating space for what we really want, which are these like deep, authentic relationships where I can be fully expressed and know that I'm going to be met with love, you know? And like, I don't know about you and your journey, but like I, when it comes to relationships, like I had to create a lot of boundaries around ones that felt good and ones that didn't feel good. And that led me to like a lot of people that feel really good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's happened in, and everyone's life in this in yeah. this journey, it's definitely happened in, in mine. And I know we've talked about that personally a little bit, but it's it's like you're you're clearing up space almost. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're giving your attention to all of these different people and your intuition is telling you no, but your mind doesn't really understand when you can just honor that, it's so freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the part of us that just wants to like 
receive love. So it's like, I'm going to receive love from this person, even though it doesn't fully feel in alignment or feel good to me. It's a part of us that's like still wounded. And the more that we can address those parts of us and like recognize and give those parts of us what they needed, then we start to integrate this wholeness and attract people that make us feel really whole and see us in all of our light and all of our, our beauty and like elevate us instead of drain us, you know? Totally. Yeah. yeah. And when we give those parts what we need, what they need, it, it becomes easier too. Like we have this fear of, or almost, I don't even experience fear of them getting upset. It's more of like, um, like this part of me that like feels bad that they, their feelings might be hurt. But then when I give that part of me love, it's kind of like, um, it feels like not that it's not my problem in like an arrogant way, but it's like giving them a gift to like fill themselves up when they're, when they're feeling like they need me to feel good. Is that making sense? Yeah. Like I, I'm seeing what you're saying. Like if you're, if you're filling up your cup by honoring your truth, that it's like a no for you, it's, it's really reflecting to it's, they're getting the lesson that they need by you honoring your truth. Like that's my biggest thing about intuition. It's like when we're trying to protect someone's feelings, right? You're holding out on a learning experience they're meant to have and you don't feel good because you're not honoring yourself and like what feels good for you. And so like both people end up losing in the end. And if, if they're not able to see the gift and the lesson in that, that's part of their journey. But like, I see what you're saying. Like, that's not your problem necessarily. It's, it's more like every situation is a lesson and an opportunity to like learn, right? If someone is not feeling in alignment with you, okay, that's where I get to look. And maybe I thought that was in my alignment and that's not really in my alignment. Or maybe there's a part of me that's attached or, or whatever it is. Like there's a lesson in that. Yeah, I love the way you worded that because it's because it's actually it's no one's problem. It's such a gift. Yeah. Like our triggers are our biggest gifts because they teach us how to how, like what we need from ourselves and from the oh, world. From yeah, ours. and like I remember, I think this was like two years ago now. There, I had these best friends from college that I, I thought we were going to be like friends forever in each other's weddings, all the things. And like, we just, they like blocked me on Instagram one day, like all this stuff went down and like, my heart was broken. Like I held so much shame and grief and guilt. Like, what did I do wrong? And I had to go through that like deep journey of like losing those friendships and recognizing like what, true friendship means to me and like embodying this radical self-love and like that was part of my journey and it was painful but I wouldn't have be who I am and I wouldn't have the relationships I had if I didn't have clarity around well what does female friendships like what does that look like for me how are they going to show up for me and when I got clear on that there you came along (laughs) (laughs) What does that look for, like for you? Because I'm sure some people listening feel like they want this, but they're, they don't really know what the qualities are, what, what that would even look like. So what does that look like for you? Yeah. So for me, I, I feel like the women in my life are so open. They're so compassionate to themselves and therefore they can be compassionate towards my experience they are able to hold multiple perspectives of reality. Like they're able to like see things in their perspective and also mine. They're playful and they're passionate and devoted to their work. You know, like I'm so committed to my journey of entrepreneurship and like I really seek women that, that hold that too. And they're spontaneous in ways and they love to travel and they're dreamers, man. Like my friends are such dreamers and they're really ambitious and they have this really deep servitude 
towards supporting humanity. Um, I truly feel like every single one of my close female friendships, like are such a reflection of me, but then like they have their own embodiments of, of themselves that bring out like a really beautiful side of me as well. And like, that's a quality I love. Like I, I want my female friendships to bring out the good in me. Um, they're really grounded and, and definitely spiritual. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I feel like the biggest component is just like, they're equally as devoted on their path of awakening as I am. I love that. And you don't, you don't write all of that on like a Bumble profile and <laughs> look for that. <laughs> Definitely not. The type of, <laughs> the level of consciousness that I'm seeking, it's, it's, I don't think they use Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> but my point, my point is, you're a magnet because you're the embodiment of this work. So, so they just get drawn to you or you meet them through a variety of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, you were at my birthday. Like I like, there were people that I just met two weeks ago and I was like, wow, like my soul deeply knows yours. And we've had, we've hung out once and it's like, I've known you for lifetimes. And like, it, it opens up when the more that you open and I just feel like your soul knows, right? It's like those people you hang out with them once and it's like, you've known them for lifetimes and you feel safe and, and you just connect. Like, it's not hard. It's really easy. And like, it's exciting and it opens your heart. And like, I think for me, like just choosing to be in communities and places that are in alignment with like who I am just naturally brought those people in. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I find within myself as I'm devoted to this work and to being a clear channel and to following my, my soul and not like my, what my mind thinks I should be doing or who I should be with I just naturally meet people and they don't necessarily, they're not, they don't all meet, they, they all are, are similar in the sense that we have things in common, but it's really that feeling. It's like that soul feeling of, of, I just feel so at ease, so inspired, so connected. Um, it's not, it's not anything I could put in a, I mean, I could put it in a Bumble profile, but that would be weird and so unnecessary because it gets to be so easy when we're working with energy. Like energy is everything. I I think that's in your IG bio. (laughs) Yeah, it literally is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's the energetics. Like how does your energy feel when you're around them? Like, do you feel inspired? Do you feel good? Like follow the feeling because again, going back to intuition, it's a root of intuition is feeling and being able to feel that connection. And, you know, there was a time in my life where when I first moved to Encinitas, I was like seeking friendships and I was doing it from that logical mind. I was doing it from like, Ooh, they're also entrepreneurs. Ooh, they're spiritual. Ooh, they're this like, and I was like, check, check, check. Like all these things are checked off, but like the feeling wasn't there and those did not end the best. Like it ended in like pain and suffering and it was continuing to just show me like you didn't follow your intuition there. You didn't follow the feeling. And so, and I don't feel bad about the pain that I experienced. It was all a lesson, you know, going back to that. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's one of the number one things I'm working on right now is, is, is cutting the people pleasing. Like I, I love, I love to, make people happy and I, and I love to, um, connect, but, but I'm finding these situations where I'm just saying yes, when I want to say no, when my, when my, not when my mind wants to say no, but when my intuition wants to say no and, and leaning into that is it's like developing this like fierce 
feisty, like queen energy. I mean, it's nice. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I'm gaining the, the, the confidence, the more I just honor my yes and my no. Um, yeah. So thanks for sharing that. Hopefully yeah. this inspires some of the listeners to, to attract friendships that really support them. I, 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 when we started breathwork, um, I don't know if you remember, but we were at the, we were at the event center. There were 70 women and I just, I actually, I don't think we were sitting next to each other that day, but anyway, I remember feeling so loved and so safe and so I wanted to touch everyone. I even asked Andrew, who's now both of our energy healers, which is so cool. I was like, is it weird that I always want to be touching like my friend's arm? And he said, honestly, I think maybe you just need some connection in your life. Mm. And I realized that I didn't have those deep connections. And within, wow, it's been a year. It's been one year. And I have at least 20 people who I genuinely genuinely love and they genuinely genuinely love me and Mm -hmm. I can be so myself and it's like the best feeling in the world I know you're obsessed with connection and community too (laughs) yes yes like I feel like when we're on this journey of awakening right we're like the smaller part of the population like we kind of feel isolated in a lot of ways I remember that was like a lot of of the beginning of my journey and I experienced a lot throughout and when you have a community of people who just can see you and hold you and support you, like your evolution just amplifies because we learn so much through relationship so much. And like we heal so much in relationship and, and I mean, like, you know, like there's this incredible community here and, in Encinitas, like it's such a vortex and a bubble here. It's like, sometimes I like look around in my life. I'm like, is this real? Like it's the level of like love that people have for one another is it's just so incredible to, and I'm like, okay, if the entire world just had this deep love for their community, for people in their community to like hold space for people when they're maybe going through a challenging time and not judging them for that, but like holding them in compassion because we have so much compassion for ourselves and our journey. Like, I just feel like the world would can has the possibility to shift so quickly if we just choose to live through that lens of love instead of fear. Totally. And that's, that's the mission we're on. It'd be great to see that in this lifetime. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> I'm committed to making, you know, as big of an indent as I can and, and allowing my journey to unfold as it does. Because, like, I think we live in this hustle society too, right? It's like, go, go, go. I need to, like, I need to wake up faster. <laughs> or, like, I need to heal faster. And it's, I think side note to that, like when I have compassion for myself and like not trying to rush my healing or rush my awakening, I can actually find ease and grace in like the whole experience. And it makes it so much easier to manifest, to enjoy my life, to like live happily, you know? Do you feel that? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And it's and it's almost like because we're not rushing it and having compassion, it 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 um it lands. It lands because we're more grounded and less frantic. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I've definitely have those moments. I have like so many books in my room and sometimes I look at them and I'm like, I just need to do everything, but that's not fun. And, and I really like to think of life as living backwards. Like there, I don't want to get to a then I want today to be my then and, and really enjoy and fill up on pleasure as much as I can in the process. Cause this healing journey, it never ends. Yeah. We're, there's always layers and I love looking at like, cause 
most people that are listening to this are probably waking up. And, you know, as we awaken, we go through periods of contraction and that usually leads to like massive expansion afterwards. And when I'm in those periods of contraction, I used to get like scared, right? I I used to be like, Oh, like go into all the low vibrational emotions. But now I'm like, yes, like this means something good's about to happen. Like let's dive in like, and, and even finding joy and, and pleasure in those moments of contraction totally shifts your perspective on it. Yeah, it it totally does. That's that's a huge shift. And and I'm curious if you could share with the listeners like what is what is your process when that happens? Is it just the way that you talk to yourself when you're going through that contraction? Mm-hmm. So like usually the contracting period kind of feels like this uneasy, unsettling, like kind of like anxious feeling. It's like this unknown and it, and it feels like your shadow is coming up. Right. And before I would shame myself, I would be like, you're a bad person. I can't believe you think this way or or whatever my stories were at the time. Like I would be really hard on myself. And now when I'm in that contraction period, I'm just like, show me what I need to see so I can liberate my soul and expand. Like I know that I'm being shown this because I have a greater capacity to hold this, this pain or this limiting belief or this way of being that's not serving my vision. And trust me, like anytime you declare a higher vision, the (laughs) shadows that come up tend to like match the the depth of the vision, you know, like you get deeper within yourself. And so like, I really just see it as, as a part of me that I get to liberate instead of like, you know, like making it bad or wrong. It's like a liberation, which who doesn't want to feel liberated? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And, you know, breathwork supported me so much with that. It's like increasing the the ability to feel pain and know that it's, we're just moving through it. It's not who we are. It's not our future. It doesn't define us. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I don't know what I would do without breathwork. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. I was like, thank God that was so what led me to breathwork was totally my intuition. I signed up for pause having never done breath work in my life. My soul was like, you need to learn this. And I was like, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. <laughs> I hear that. I hear this so much from Tamin. <laughs> I, I did one, huh? It's a story of my life. <laughs> Tamin's like one of the most entertaining people to be friends with because I feel like each week she has a new like really interesting story. Um, when I, when I signed up for breathwork too, I I did one meditation and then it was the same deal. Um, Mm -hmm. I knew I needed to do it and uh, I could talk to you all day about this, but we're coming up on time. So I would love for you to share before we, before we end this conversation, um, if you want to share anything that you're offering your mission, um, where people can contact you, that would be so great. Yeah. So my mission is to really wake up humanity in the most useful way possible. Um, I'm going to be launching a school of intuition at the beginning of 2021. And I'm so excited for that. It's going to have all of the tools I wish I had when I was at the beginning of my spiritual journey. That's just made my life more easeful and, and like appreciating my awakening in a completely different way. And by tuning into my intuition, um, I also work with conscious spiritual entrepreneurs in helping them build the foundations of their business. And I'll be taking on clients for that in December, um, for the next year. So if any of that speaks to you, um, you can reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is I am Tanine Mateen. I'm sure that will be in the show notes. And then also my website is theenergeticrevolution.com. Yes, beautiful. So definitely go connect with Tanine there. Stalk her on Instagram. She always has 
the best quotes and videos and trainings and her stories. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, reach out to me if you have any questions about our conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Tanine, thank you so much for joining us today. I love you so much. Love you. I'm so excited to see all that we create together as we continue to grow and make up. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If it supported you, if it added a little bit of magic and laughter to your day, then feel free to send it to one of your friends or your community. And please leave me a rate and a review. It really supports my channel. And if you subscribe, you will be notified when the next episode is live. And if you're interested in deepening your awakening process, your awakening journey within yourself, then go ahead and click the show notes and check out the free meditation that I have for you. This is one of my most popular meditations and really feeling worthy and comfortable and connected to yourself, to your soul and spirit. And from that place, mm, magic begins to happen. Let me just say that. (laughs) I love you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day.